Hey, on today's show, we're going to be talking about region play. We had some upsets and some tremendous individual performances and some incredible team performances we're going to go through that happened this week. I'm going to introduce you to my sponsor, Label, L-A-B-L-P-X.com. They're an e-commerce company. Uh, that you may or may not care about, but if you're an adult and you work in an e-commerce company, you want to pay attention to what they are doing. And then also, I want to leave you with a little bit of motivation on making things happen, making your time happen because of you and not to you. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene. With your host, Adam Meek. All right, welcome into the Utah High School Hoops podcast. This is a pre-recorded video, so if you're watching this live on Twitter or live on YouTube or live on Instagram, um, I'm going to try to be uh, also on there live answering you know comments and stuff like that from the chat, so I won't be able to answer and interact with you here. Obviously, if you're listening to this as a podcast then there's not a whole lot. <laughs> you, can't, you can't really interact with them much. Uh, but you can subscribe at utahbasketball.net. All right, let's get into it because this was a really crazy week. Um, let's go to Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, I tuned in to the fourth quarter and overtime of the Highland Olympus game. And I found out something. I found out that is the first win for the Highland Rams over the Olympus Titans in 11 years. So massive win. The students stormed the court. Uh, it was an overtime uh, overtime win. The fourth quarter in overtime, there was just tremendous basketball, tremendous shot making happening, not a lot of turnovers. Um, I know there was a there was a, a technical called in the fourth quarter. I wasn't quite sure. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on with that. But um, anyway, both teams had to fight, scratch and claw. Um, Isaiah Drizm ended up with 25 points and five assists. Sefa Brown had 16 points and nine rebounds. Uh, Jordy, ba Jordy Barnes and Dutch Dowdell had 16 and 14, respectively. Um, I, I think that... Uh, I think Highland is going to have something to say. I think Olympus is going to be there. Um, there's there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be fighting to uh, to take Alta down. So uh, that was a tremendous game. Um, I heard, I, I can't watch all the games, by the way, so I'm just going off of what I hear. Um, so I heard the Box Elder Bountiful game in overtime uh, was another one of those games that was just, it was an intense game. I believe there's a, there's a, a pretty solid rivalry there. Could be wrong. Um but uh, let's see, Elijah Kersey and Trevor Wilkinson uh, both scored over 20. Max Isaacson for Box Elder had a double-double, 12 points and 18 rebounds. That's a, that's, that's a great game. Carson Smith had 17 and 12 rebounds for Bountiful. Um, Region 7 in 5A is is crazy to me um, just looking at the scores so i've seen Orem play a few times i know in at the tarkanian classic uh, they lost to salem hills well they came back and and we're not happy with that <laughs> they beat they beat salem hills by 22. Uh, then you have timpview timpview beats wasatch let's give a shout out also to to dean uh ruckert right i can never say your right your last name correct dean uh but Sorry, Dean. Uh, Dean picked up an offer to BYU. That's huge. So Timview beats Wasatch, and then Wasatch comes back on Friday night and beats Springville. At first, I was like waiting for the score to update, thinking, this, is this correct? 61 to 36. 
the Wasatch Wasps beat uh, beat Springville. So uh, that region is going to be all over the place. Expect a lot of a lot of back and forth. I think at the top of that one. Uh, Thursday night, I tuned in and watched uh, Chris Cox's return as Cottonwood took on Murray. Um, I thought Chris was solid. He wasn't. He looked like he had been out of basketball for a little bit, right? I know he's he had an injury. Um, he still is one of the most dominant players in the state of Utah. Um, Cottonwood got the stops they needed. They hit the shots they needed down the stretch. I will say this is my first time watching Murray um, and and seeing the the young kids. Um, this uh, is it, Deacon Pope. I think he was. He had a great first half, a great first quarter. Um, Isaiah Bay had some stretches where he took the game over. Um, it, it's that's going to be a good young team. I know um, Coach Workman there has. He's a tremendous coach, uh, so I would expect to see them also up there in four A. Then Friday night, um, let's let's stick here with a couple of region games, and I want to talk about the biggest upset on Friday night. So in the region games. Um, West Jordan beats Juan Diego and, and West Jordan is now a team. They had one win coming into region play, but they beat Cyprus who's going through their own stuff. Uh, by the way, shout out to Coley. Coley had 33, I think, in, in Cyprus's loss, uh, Friday night. Um, he's, he's playing exceptionally well. Um, but West Jordan beats Juan Diego. Colton Blackham had 22. Uh, Luke Meyer, who is a who's a big body down down low, uh, had 28 for Juan Diego. But West Jordan is in is in control right now in, in their region. Snow Canyon looks like they won a thriller over Crimson Cliffs, 75-74. The fourth quarter it was like 26 to 24. That would be a fun. That would have been a fun quarter, fun game to be at. Fun quarter to watch. Owen McKay, I believe, had Mackey. Is it Mackey or McKay? This is how bad I am at my Utah high school basketball. <laughs> I, I got to practice last name. So hit me up, Owen, on how to say your last name. Uh, he has the game winner, I think. But he had 35, 6, and 8 assists. 35 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. What a game. Uh, that that must have been exceptional. Um Let's see, we had, uh, oh yeah, and then Bingham beats American Fork. So you have Bingham who earlier in the week loses to Davis and then comes, if they're looking at this week, they're probably thinking like, all right, like we think we can can beat Davis and then we're going to have a tough game against American Fork. Well, it kind of flip-flops for them, right? Uh, Luke West has 27, Tiger Cuff had 21 in the loss for American Fork, but that had to, I mean has to feel great, right? Taking down a, a state kind of juggernaut like like American Fork. Um, so good work with Bingham, or good work to Bingham. Shout out to Bingham. There we go. Um, Davis had a great week. They beat Bingham. They beat Mountain Ridge. Uh, those are two really tough games, two good wins. That team is is always well coached. They're loaded with talent. Um I also want to give a shout out here to Ike Palmer from Harriman. Ike had 39. It was a school record, 39 points for Harriman in, in a win over a tough Westlake team. And in that same game, he surpassed the 1,000 career point mark. Huge, huge deal for Ike. Uh, Leighton Christian goes out and wins a San Fernando Valley Invitational. It looked like they breezed through that based on the scores. Uh, Tyron Jones adds another MVP to his growing resume. Tyron was also the prep hoops. Everyone go subscribe to prep hoops uh, for they, they're just constantly putting up content. Um, I'm a subscriber. I've been one for a number of years. 
Um, they do a great job. So Tyron was the prep hoops player of the month for December. He was the MVP of the Invitational. And then also, uh, just a quick note, I saw that uh, Junior County from Utah Prep was the Grind Session Player of the Week. And listen, that is a loaded league. Teams like Prolific Prep um, with, you know, Tyron Stokes and AJ DeBancia. Um, you know, that's that's a that's a tremendous honor and uh and junior's playing well he's just a sophomore so huge week for junior okay so when we come back i'm gonna let you hear from from our our sponsor label and when we come back i want to break down this idea of making things happen because of you and not to you we'll be right back did you know that 89 percent of consumers say they've stopped buying from a brand after just one bad buying experience well that's where Label comes in. Label Protect is a brand-first, buyer-focused protection solution that's uniquely designed to make shipping issues a thing of the past. Instead of leaving your buying experience to chance, you can give your customers peace of mind at checkout, knowing their orders are 100% covered from loss, theft, damage, and more. And with a 98% claim approval rate, 24-hour resolution time, and best-in-class revenue share, Label reduces customer support overhead, protects your bottom line, increases profits, and most importantly, Label keeps your customers coming back for more. So whether you ship 100 orders a month or 100,000, it's time to make the final mile part of your competitive advantage with Label. L-A-B-L-P-X dot com or just click the link down in the show notes. All right, that's uh, it's it's really cool to see this podcast go from just starting to having people who really care about talking to our community. Um, I'm uh, excited for Label to be on board. Okay, so as many of you may or may not know, um, I do. I'm a, I'm a pastor by trade. I uh, get to coach sales teams and. Um, that's my full-time job. And so I like to take a little bit of time to encourage players, and it might even encourage some parents on certain things that I end up training on as I go through my week. So, you know, bear with me. If you don't like this part, you can just skip it and just listen to the, the basketball. This is important for basketball though, okay? So here's the deal, all right? I'm going to write down, I got my little, uh, got my little whiteboard over here. So you have approximately... Not approximately. Actually, you have exactly 100. You have 168 hours every single week. Okay. Now, most of you are going to be awake for about, I don't know, 112 of those hours that you're just going to be awake, right? And you can start subtracting out, you know, you subtract out school, which is whatever, 30 hours and take out things like driving and eating and showering and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe that's 12 and, and then you've got, you know, studying and practice and, you know, all of this. And then at the end of it, you're left with 70, you know, like 46, it's like 40 to 46 hours every single week where you're not sleeping, you're not in school you're not studying, you're not in practice. You, there's just time. And time is one of these things that is available for everybody. Okay. And so let me, uh, where's my, hang on, let me grab my, 
eraser here, okay? So because time is socialistic, right? It, everyone has this exact same amount. You have a choice with these 40 to 46 hours. And that choice is this. Do you want for this time, this four, we'll call it 40 hours, okay? Do you want this time to happen to you? Or do you want this time to happen because of you? And I'm gonna explain what I mean here. Sorry, my handwriting is not great. Most people go through their lives, high schoolers as well, and their time happens to them. So they have their stuff they have to do, and then anytime there is you know, free time, especially today with, with the proliferation of phones and social media, the, did you know the average high school student spends 35 to 40 hours a week on social media? All of that is time that is happening to you. If you are scrolling, you, are, you don't know what's coming up next. So whatever it is, whatever the algorithm says is happening to you. And there's nothing wrong with it inherently. It's just that it's a terrible way to be productive. It's an awful way to make things happen. So we want to start transitioning our time away from time happening to us to time happening because of us. It's the same thing with money, right? There are people who are reactive with money, so they get money and they just spend it, whenever, whatever is the tyranny of the urgent is what it's called, right? We just spend money that comes in and we're like a conduit for money. But people who budget their money and who, who plan it and they spend it on purpose, right? Their, purchase, their purchases happen because of them. It's the same thing with time. And so if you're a young player out there, or if you're even a parent, I mean, this is, I, I coach adults in the same thing as well, but I think it's actually more important for kids to realize at ages 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, is you need to start looking at your day and realizing that time is a commodity that can be budgeted, can be tracked, and can happen because you make that time happen. You, you're gonna fill that time with things that are happen because you are there not for any other reason than that, all right? So here's what I would recommend. Number one is have this attitude. Start realizing how much of your time is happening to you. You can do this on your phone. You can see exactly how much time you spend on your phone, and then you can set a goal. So let's say that time is the average time, right? And if, if you wanna be an average teenager, there's not, there, again, there's nothing wrong with being average. But if you want to be, there's nothing wrong with being ordinary, but if you want to be extraordinary, then you have to not be average by definition. And so if, you, if you're spending 40, 35, 40, 45 hours on media, on social media, on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer, whatever it is, then say like, I'm, what does it look like if I take that down to 20, right? What would that time look like? And again, some of this is crossover, right? Like you're, you know, you're eating or you're what you got five minutes here, 10 minutes there. You can't exactly like, I'm going to go work out for five minutes, but there are long stretches of time. I guarantee you there's long stretches of time. Um, another thing I would, I highly, highly, highly recommend, and this is so hard for so many kids, but I, I cannot tell you how much I recommend this. Do not have your phone in your room at night, plug it in somewhere else. And you're going to hate it. Just buy an alarm clock. You're going to hate it for a long time. You're absolutely going to hate it. But it's critical for your sleep to help you get up early. 
it's it, every there's no study that says it's good to have your phone in your room just so you know all right it's a little because that's time that's happening to you while you're trying to sleep you're scrolling right cut that stuff out of your life and make start and make it start happening because of you right so your phone now you control your phone when you put plug it in outside you control it when you budget your time when you say like okay from this time to this time i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to make x amount of shots I'm going to make X amount of free throws. I'm going to work on this, or I'm just going to go play pickup ball at Lifetime or the rec center, whatever it is, because I know that there are adults who play at this, whatever it is, make that time happen because of you, because you are getting better, because you want to be exceptional, because you have goals. And if you have those goals, then this time has to happen because of you. Stop letting stuff, just stop reacting and just letting things happen to you. You can control it and you can take back that control through budgeting of your time, through scheduling of your time, through uh, having accountability for that time. There's all sorts of things that you can do as a teenager. And if you learn that as a teenager, this is a lesson that will carry you far beyond the basketball court. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to the podcast today. Got more episodes coming out next week. I uh, got some coaches interviews that I, I know I've been teasing for a little bit, just trying to work out some schedules, but I'm excited about that. Hope you like the new format and we'll see if we can keep, keep it going. Appreciate y'all. Thanks.